Hello and welcome. It is Sumo Manichi. It's day eight Nakabi of Natsu Basho. I'm Amy. I'm here with Dave, of course, and we're going to speak all about Sumo middle of the week. Yeah, a time for reflection, a time to look backwards, a time to look forwards. Uh, lots of questions still to be answered in this Basho. Uh, before we jump into Makuchi, I'd like to say a big thank you to all of the legends that hung out with us on our Jurio live stream today on YouTube. Uh, if you're not aware, we live stream and commentate Jurio uh, on days 1, 8 and 15 of the Basho. We actually had a question, someone asking us, why do you only do Jurio and not Makuchi? Yeah, and you gave them six reasons why. Can you remember oh, all six can now? I remember or? all six. Uh <laughs> Probably not right now, but if you go back to about minute 54 <laughs> of the, the video, uh, which they are available for you to review afterwards, if you'd like, you'll hear all six reasons. And they, and they were six compelling reasons. Yeah. I mean, the summary is that we love Jurio. We think it's really cool and fun. And there's not a lot of, so much coverage of Jurio. Um, and also it's a good balance for us. We know, well, most of you who are listening know that, you know, it's a, it's a fairly big commitment to do the podcast every day and we want to find something that uh, where the balance works for us in our lives and doing Jurio on those days is just an absolute joy having everyone in with us and uh, being a bit more relaxed. It feels so, so good. So if you'd like to, you can head over to our channel Sumo Mainichi on YouTube, check out the old videos, uh, you can see us uh, talking to the people, talking to our sumo community. You can hear us talking to the people. You can't see us. Well, you, can, well, you can't see us, but you can no. see... The, the great thing about the YouTube replays is, is it plays the chat in real time. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah so rather nice. than us just talking to random people who you don't know, yeah. you can see who they are. Yeah. Because you're like, surely Monster Dong 420 isn't a real person. <laughs> but they are. They absolutely are, and they're a legend. <laughs> they... they they're know really a lot about Sumo. The, part yeah. of the Jurio uh, coverage with us now. Let's move into Makuchi. I just wanted to mention briefly to start off with the absolute monster hanker of Tsurigisho against Chiyoshoma. <laughs> We've seen Chiyoshoma hanker a number of times. Um, this special, even day three. Uh, Tim, did you say the colour of T-shirt that you wanted in the chat in Jurio <laughs> this, today? I'm not sure you did. Anyway, let us know. He won a T-shirt. But Tsurigisho today had the last laugh. With uh, there was, It was full airtime. I've got to say, this was... I mean, this was so great because of the irony. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But in terms of hankers, you will not see any cleaner Clean. than this Tsurigisho hanker. He's a big man. Yeah. And he moved so lightly to get out of the way. And there was some great footage of Chiyoshoma's face after this. He absolutely detested this move. How does it feel? But some beautiful poetry <laughs> yeah. about that. So Chiyoshoma four and four. Tsurigishon now moves to five and three. That's yeah. pretty good. Not going badly at all. Koto uh, Echo, did you oh, see this? Yes. I know you saw it because you were sitting next to me when you saw it. And I did but, a little scream. But Koto Echo pulled a rabbit out of the hat against Oho. 
The Oho was like better out of the touchy eye. He was more aggressive throughout this one. Kodoeko survived two really big scares, one up on the bales, and then once where Oho got out of the way of an attack, leaving uh, Kodoeko really high and dry. But Kodoeko's footwork was good. But Oho again forced Kodoeko back to the bales, but on the Tawara. Kodoeko pulled out something that I can only describe as pure magic yeah, it was to move out of the way and slap Oho down to the dirt. I loved this. Yeah, it was really good. So did Kodoeko. He did a little like 180 spin at the end, which I always like to see. Bit of a small fist pump. I mean, it was a little bit Oho not being able to finish him off. Oho really did get in the better position a couple of times, but Kodoeko able to... Yeah, bring himself back from the brink. And you've said that, well, Kodoeko able to bring himself back from the brink. Yes. Um, you've said in the past, Oho sometimes has a has trouble finishing off his opponents. We yes. saw that today. Yep, absolutely. So Oho finishing on four and four, Kodoeko three and five with that win. Then we came up with Hokuseiho against Asaniyama. Huge, huge bout. Not necessarily one that I had clocked as um, a problem for Asaniyama. I knew that it would be a good bout and I was really interested to see it. Hokuseiho started off with a henka, huge jump to the left. Did you see it as a henka? Yeah, well, there was no doubt this was a henka and this was a complete surprise for me. Mm. Again, coming only a few bouts after the Tsurugisho henka, we see another big man here, Hokuseiho, moving so deftly to his left, it seemed almost unbelievable. So... With that move to the left, he was able to get a belt grip. Asaniyama, though, he didn't go flying forward. He's too clever for that. He reoriented himself, stayed close to Hokuseiho. He got his own belt grip and was able to stay in control. He took Hokuseiho back. He swung him around. He looked like he was uh, establishing himself in this bout. But then he just fell prey to what we've described before, Hokuseiho's move on the Tuara, where he turns quickly and with all of his height and all of his strength, which is considerable, he pushed Asaniyama through Asaniyama Shitatenage down to the ground. You're exactly right in that this is a Hokuseiho move we've seen a few times in the last week. Let's his opponent come to the Tuara and then switches around. Today, this took half a second, whereas in other days, it's taken 10 seconds. Mm. Uh, I was really, really impressed by Hokuseiho Sumo today after the henker. Didn't love it, but it was the Sumo that came after was beautiful. And I think here he really showed that he can match it with the best of the best. Yeah. Asaniyama is in Ozeki form, there's no doubt about it. And Hokuseiho, when it came, to the crunch, did what he needed to do. He did. And you said you didn't love the henker and neither did I. You know, not everyone's um, a huge fan of it. But what it was, was a plan from Hokuseiho. So we were watching NHK uh, coverage today and we're not going to speak about it much, but it was a pretty wacky day on NHK. I think it's coming up to or it is their 70th uh, year of sumo yeah. coverage, and they had a bit of a celebration with um, some of the presenters of Doskoi yeah, sumo. sumo Salon. And they had Hakuho on, and there was a lot of um, 
analysis of the touchy eye, should I say? Unless you saw it, it's really hard to explain. Well, I can say, uh, I'd say undergraduate graphic design yes. in terms of the uh, presentation of stats. Some stats that I think have some probably wobbly uh, scientific basis, they were measuring metres per second out of the touchy eye, which yeah. I'm not sure what kind of radar technology they were using for that. Well, I mean, they have it in the cricket. Do they have it in the sumo? I, I didn't think they did. I just don't, well, I mean, maybe the technology's there. Let's say it's there. Not only the speed, though, but the intention well, of each ricochet. Well, yeah, there was the speed. There was also the force at which they met. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not sure how they're doing that. No, just the sound the of the sound. slap. I think how loud the, the sound slap of is. the slap. But yeah, there's there was presentation of stats around there, you know, whether they like to go down first at the uh, touchy eye, what they're what expecting they're from for. their opponent. And it, and it just felt like we've gone, we've all gotten used to the NHK dry presentation of the bare minimum of, of statistics that you need to understand about to this overabundance. And I didn't like it. Very bright graphics. And what it meant was that at very slow um, replay speed, they just played the touchy eye over and over again. Anyway, the reason I bring it up, I think it was just a once off, I hope, but. One of the things that came out of it, because Hakuho was on the commentary with this this guy from this show, uh, he obviously was like, well, you've got to interview Hokuseho. So they brought Hokuseho into the interview room with the proper, you know, backdrop mm. and everything. The one, the interview room where you get your kachikoshi, where you, um, you know, the winning interview and, and all of that. And they gave him a little interview just from beating Asaniyama. And what he said then is that, he had planned, everything went to plan, basically. Yeah. So that was Hokuseho's idea of what he wanted to do, presumably inc- including the hanker, and it played out. Well, you know, I mean, if I'm going to stand here and say yesterday, Abi, stop lying about your intentions, and that means that I need to admire Hokuseho for his honesty, and I will today, to say after a hanker, that's exactly what I sat up all night planning to do, and then to do it, and then to say it, I'm behind you 100% big guy. <laughs> yeah, he did good. So Hokuseho is 6-2. and two. Asaniyama with that one loss. He moves one off the pace. He does. 7-1. and one. First loss for Asaniyama. Uh, Meisei, an undefeated Rikishi up against Hirata Umi. Today, I felt the weight of expectations on the shoulders of Meisei. His sumo wasn't free. He wasn't moving without that care in the world. He just came across as passive. Hirudumi came out with nothing to lose. He was just on the offensive for the whole time. Hirudumi opened looking for that front belt grip. Uh, he failed, but it kept Maysay on the defensive. Uh, Hirudumi just kept applying the pressure and forced Maysay out with his body. So that takes Maysay one off the pace as well. So he was unbeaten. Uh, went seven and one and takes uh, Hiradumi to six and two. Hiradumi looks so strong. I mean, it kind of alternates with how he presents on the day, obviously, like everyone, but generally his form this time around is is very, very good. But I agree that Maysay just lost it a bit today, maybe the pressure getting to him. We were um, speaking about Maysay looking forward to his against Terunofuji tomorrow, really hyping it up. You know, he's beaten Terunofuji a couple of times recently, two out of the last four times they've met. And you said, well, if he loses today, you know, it's it's really not as much of a a thing. Like he might start to lose from now on because all the pressure starts to come on. 
And oh, he did. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't get too excited about anyone until the Tuesday of the second week. And I, I felt that May say, yeah, he had a great run. He's been fighting down. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, let's not take it away from Hirodumi today. Six and two now going into the second week at Maegashira nine. Great stuff from him. Uh, let's move on to Sanyaku. Yep. yep, we've got there. So first bout of Sanyaku today well, with a Sanyaku Rikishi is Daesho and Midori Fuji. Yes. This was a very interesting bout. There were two very strong attacks from Daesho out of the touchy eye. Sent Midori Fuji back to the bales. And I thought, all right, we're done here, yeah. Daesho. It's the end. Great work, mate. Uh, but as Daesho went in for the kill, Midori Fuji... There was enough uh, contact with the dirt on the feet. The legs were relaxed. He was in control of downstairs. <laughs> and he managed to actually grab the incoming attack of Daesho, pull Daesho down as he stepped aside. A brilliant win for Midori Fuji. It really was. Um, and that's three wins in a row now for him. He's on his way to the next 10 He's building. Wins in a row. That's what I'm hoping anyway. So three and five for him with that Tsukiyotoshi win. Great, great work on the edge. It looked like a classic Daesho win there. It just looked so easy. It was one that you would deal with in a couple of sef- seconds. You know, Daesho pushed forward and Midori Fuji was out. But such quick thinking from him. It was great stuff. Uh, Daesho six and two now. And as you said, Midori Fuji three and five. Next Sanyaku bat was Kodnowaka. Coming up against Hoshoryu. Kodnawaka, he's lost the last four days to the three other Sekiwake plus Shorai. So just can't achieve it. The level at his own it's so true. rank and above at the moment. They went body to body. Kodnawaka, he's still coming forward. He's still looking positive at the touchy eye. They slapped together. But Hoshoryu, he got that leg linked around and the commentators, the NHK commentator said it quite a few times. Just the leg, the leg. He's always looking to hook that leg around his opponents. He did it today and he was able to dump Kotonowaka down to the ground. Uh, when Hoshoryu is good, his sumo is like poetry. It just flows so naturally and he just looked on another level today. The thing that Hoshoryu needs to do is to do that 15 days in a row. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's simple, right? Yeah. Is it too much to ask? Well, yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it does seem to be. The, you know, two of his six wins so far have been Fusensho, uh, but he has beat Abi, Shodai, uh, Midori Fuji. But today, Kodnawaka, <laughs> he's looking all right. Uh, he's up there with the other, the other Sekiwake, at least. Yeah. Uh, Kiribayama was up next against Ura. Ura coming in off the long run-up when they went. Ura went low. He, he was tunnelling down, uh, but Kiribayama moved in quickly and stood Ura up. And once Ura's centre of gravity is high, there's not much else he can do here because he's so far back. Kiribayama so far forward and Kiribayama drove him across the bales for what was an easy win. Yeah, it was here. Ura not in much form. He's three and five, tried to go low, but yeah, then just got moved back. Kiribayama joining the other two Sekiwake, Hoshoryu and Daesho on six and two. So just the Sekiwake very stable. Daesho lost today, Hoshoryu and Kiribayama so far have won. Mm. On that six-two pack. 
I think maybe over the next few days we should organise for a big Ura super fan. Oh, yeah. To come on the podcast and talk us through what's happening here. Yeah. Because I feel like I don't understand what's happening. With his sumo? Or yeah, in his life? I feel like in no, Let's just keep it to the sumo for now. We need his sister now. to come on the <laughs> podcast. Like she's really involved in his life. We okay, need some well, insight. Maybe that's, maybe that's the best... Uh, Way we can try to understand what's going if on. If you know here. Ura's sister, hook us up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just feel like it's another day of Ura. I don't know if there's a plan that he's trying to execute, but it's another day of it completely not working and just leaving him looking a bit limp yep. up the top of my Gashira. Yep, he is not doing very much. So he is on three and five. Kirabiyama, as I mentioned, six and two. Nishikiki, <laughs> he's still. Fighting so high. He's got Wakamoto Haru today. He came up forward against the chest of Wakamoto Haru. And he had his left arm up jammed under Wakamoto Haru's shoulder, holding his arm really high. And then even though with his other hand, Wakamoto Haru got the belt, Nishikigi had him in such a difficult position that Wakamoto Haru felt like he had to go for the makakai. He had to flip himself around into a position where he could do something. And as he did, Nishikigi, he, he can feel that. He's got enough experience that he can wait for that moment and come forward. And he hauled with his arm over arm and cartwheeled Wakamoto Haru down to the dirt. This was so clever from Nishiki, Nishikigi here. I, I thought... It was a bold move to go straight at Wakamoto Haru and try to deny that uh, belt grip. You're so right in the fact that he denied, I think it was Wakamoto Haru's right hand for long enough, as he said, that forced that uh, change of rhythm for Wakamoto Haru. But then Nishikigi, it felt he must have believed he could win this to try this. We were commenting a few days ago that it's like he didn't think he could win against the, the Sekiwake. But today, he looked brilliant. Yeah. I mean, I think with Nishikigi, he's always trying. And just every so often, up this high, he's at Magashira 4. Yeah. He he finds that rhythm. He's such a wild card, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. I mean, you don't know which Nishikigi is going to turn up. The Nishikigi who believes in himself or the Nishikigi who will put in a bit of an effort out of the touchy eye and then see himself out very quickly. <laughs> That's right. But so Wakamoto Haru, that takes him to six and two as well. So well, all Sekiwake there now. The golden score. On six and two. Well, not so golden because it's, you know. Well, I mean, they're moving together. That's leader. fantastic. Yeah. But And it does feel like they are a cohesive group in terms of their run up to being Sekiwake. It does actually. They all have great scores coming into this. They're all potential Ozekis. Yeah. And they've all hit a little bit of a stumbling block. Although Hoshoryu seemed to get his losses earlier. Mm. So maybe that says something about what's going to happen next week. Maybe. Maybe, maybe not. The next bout was Komasubi Shodai up against Karaban Ozeki Takakesho. Uh, it's a 6-14 record head-to-head. -head. Mm. Uh, 14 wins Takakesho's way. Time for Shodai to make some up. Well, you would think so, but what we saw today was another powerful performance Damn. from Takakesho. <laughs> what about this? Yeah. We've seen this over the last few days, right? Yeah. Like. It was a continuation of yesterday. It was, wasn't it? Wasn't it? He just blasted out. I don't know whether it's a new mindset. I don't know if he's finally found a way for the body to do the talking. I've no idea what the knees feel like. Obviously, they're still trapped. Well, strapped. It's, it's very much over the last, I think it's now three days, including today. We've seen him win by just 
incredibly powerful and accurate thrusts. Not the rhythm, though, that we've seen him win you show with or, or that we saw him rise to Ozeki. I it was pretty close today, though. Well, I feel like there was a one, two, three rhythm that yeah. he used to use. Yeah. Maybe it's something where he's compensating with the knees. Not to say that it's any less effective because today he absolutely obliterated short eye. Maybe people aren't expecting it at the moment. You know, he's played up the injury. I mean, not played it up. Ah, well, he then, has the injury. I feel like we've spoken about this before. That the, the way that there's so much secrecy around Takakesho's injuries, how much of it is a mind game. Anyway, whatever. It's pretty funny to look absolutely terrible for two days, just lose in the worst way possible and make everyone think you're down and out and then just do your blasting sumo Well, again. that's sumo on another level. But um, <laughs> Takake Show, I think with this win, I feel like the sumo world or Takake Show fans around the world breathe a sigh of relief. On six and two, eight wins feels inevitable now. Yeah, two it, more wins in eight two days. Two more wins. I, I, I feel that's with that sixth win, it's inevitable Sumo is a funny old game, though, as we say, uh, but it feels like his Ozeki status is starting to look very secure. Do you think after he gets those eight wins, he'll pull out? Oh, that's a great question. I only just thought of that. That's a great question. Mm. Maybe, although I, if I know anything about Takakesho, there's a lot of pride yeah. in what he does. And I think double digits would be the kind of goal he'd be looking yeah, for there. Absolutely. Fuji V, Kodoshoho, who only has one wind Win on the board up to this point uh, was the last bout of the day. Look, Kodoshoho, he stayed put for a few seconds before, <laughs> well, maybe it was the inevitable. He felt Terunofuji advancing and advancing he definitely was. Kodoshoho tried to retreat and was taken back around and out. Looked like he was trying to do a bit of a pull, but of course <laughs> it's not happening. There, there's a bit of a pattern in our uh, match reports for Terunofuji's opponents. We look for the... Point yeah, four of a second <laughs> where, well, they didn't lose straight away. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, that really proves Terunofuji's presence in this basho. It's so hard to ignore. He just looks uh, unstoppable. Yeah. There's no weak point. Uh, no one has come close. I can't wait to see him at yeah. the end of next week. Yeah. It's impressive that he's come back totally. from this surgery and all the questions about his recovery and has been unbeaten so far, but it's only the first week and he has only fought down to short eye, Komasubi 2, on the first day and then lower than that. Well, Sorry, great high, point. That's the highest one so far is what I mean. So, he's, so he... He has to face four very hungry Sekiwake. Yes. And tomorrow, as we mentioned, Meisei. Now, Meisei is only Maegashira six. And now after that loss, you know, it's not so um, full on them meeting tomorrow. But still, the challenge will be from now on for Terunofuji. Yeah, completely agreed. I can't wait for it. We're totally set up for a thrilling second week of this Basho. Take us through the scores. feels like the, the top... Has thinned out a little. Oh, yeah, it's cleared right out. So Terunofuji's out by himself after Asaniyama and Meisei both lost today. And then two of the people on one loss lost as well. Okay. So we have Meisei and Asaniyama with those one losses on seven wins. And then on six wins with Daesho and Wakamoto Haru losing. It's those two, Takakesho, Kiribayama Hoshoryu, Hiradumi Hokuseho. And Miyogiri is still... Uh, 
holding on. He won again today. Did you mention Wakamoto Haru? Yeah, yep, yep. Great. Yep, just in a weird roundabout the... okay, way. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to explain it in a kind of more storytelling way and it just got confusing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. I was like, uh, what does the list say? Yeah, but I said that they... Daesha and Wakamoto Haru came down from one. Oh, Never see, mind, I'll clear it up tomorrow. Anyway, uh, thanks for joining us today. Uh, yeah. I, I'm just so looking forward to what happens over these remaining seven days of this basho. Thanks for joining us tonight on Sumo Mainichi. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow for all the action from day nine. Have a great one. Bye. Bye. Bye.